Hi, lady leader. When it comes to breaking through to the executive level, you have two options. You can DIY it, do it all by yourself, or you can hire a mentor to lay out the path for you and show you how to go from ignored and passed over to in demand, making an impact and tripling your total compensation. This is exactly why I've created On Her Rise, my mentorship and coaching program. So you don't have to figure it all out on your own, wasting years of your precious time, feeling frustrated, confused, underappreciated, and underpaid. On Her Rise will teach you how to position yourself for promotion to senior leadership and transform your career. In On Her Rise, you will learn how to leverage your unique strengths, build influential networks, and master the art of executive presence. All of this without risking your career stability or peace of mind. You'll get my step-by-step executive promotion process to build your career from manager to the senior leader ranks. Plus, you'll also get access to my exclusive mentorship, group coaching, and a community of like-minded women to help you stay on track with your career goals. If you want to apply to be inside the best career accelerator program for women leaders, DM me the words career audit on LinkedIn. So that's career audit. My LinkedIn handle is Dr. Nicole A. Bryan. That's Dr. Nicole A. Bryan. And what I'll do is I'll take a look at your LinkedIn profile and I'll tell you if On Her Rise can help you go from underestimated and overlooked to commanding the room and claiming your seat at the table with a salary that gives you more financial flexibility. This is your chance to catapult your career from where you are now to where you've always dreamt to be. Welcome to Leading Her Way, the place where we dive deep into the challenges and triumphs of introverted women leaders. I'm Dr. Nicole Bryan, and I'm your host. Today, we're tackling a big question. Why haven't you landed that executive or senior leader role yet? I talk to so many women who are looking to elevate their careers. And they are looking to elevate their careers specifically to the executive leadership or senior leadership roles and levels within their organizations. And my question to you is, if you are such a woman and you are yourself looking to get to the executive level and the senior leadership level, why is it that you haven't done that yet? It could be because you're still fairly new in your career and you are looking and dreaming about what you ultimately can do for yourself. And that's fair. Or like most of my listeners, you could be a seasoned professional, meaning that you've been in the game for 10, 15, 20 years, and you do have your sights set on the top level of your organization. But despite everything that you've tried, you've not been able to land that role. And my question to you is, why not? Could it be a matter of the fact that you are not known, respected, or trusted enough within your company to get that level, get to that level? I want to explore today those three pillars and to provide some clues to help you identify which might be your main hurdle. Okay, ready? All right, let's get started. Now, for a little bit of background, the reason why this topic is such an important one is because many of the conversations that I have with you as my listeners, with my followers on LinkedIn, 
with potential clients and prospective clients, and frankly, with some of my own clients when we first get started, is that there's a level of not knowing, right? People come to me and they are able to express all the things that they've tried to get to the executive level. Uh, They express their desire, their very deep, deep desire to make it to the executive level. And they'll often talk about what they see other people experiencing in their career journeys. But there's a level of not knowing, there's like um, not understanding Um, a disconnect between everything that you are doing, everything that you are trying to move your career forward versus the lack of progression that you are feeling and you're experiencing. And I've been there and there is nothing more frustrating and nothing more perplexing. That's the word I'm looking for, perplexing, right? And so When I think about all the opportunities I've had to help women get into their executive level roles, the challenges that they face fall into one of three categories. They're either not known within their organization, they're either not respected in their organization, or the third category is that they're not trusted. And when I ask women that question, when I ask you that question, many people don't understand the differences. Of course, they know what known, respected and trusted mean in, you know, the absolute value, but they're not able to discern where they may be stumbling, where, where the challenges that they are facing fall. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to break down each one of those three pillars and I want to talk about some clues or if you're confused about where you should be focusing your efforts, I want to talk about how you can identify where you might need to lean in a little bit more. Because when it comes down to it, those are the three things that you need, right? You People need to know who you are. So if you're an introverted woman, frankly, many of us like to kind of fade into the background or many of us are what we call quiet leaders. So we're not necessarily the ones who are out front. We're not necessarily the ones always talking up our accomplishments. And we're not necessarily the ones who need to, you know, be in the limelight. And that's fine. That's perfectly okay. But people still need to know who you are and not just who you are, but what you contribute to the organization. And if people are not aware of that, then you can imagine it's only logical that you would not necessarily be the first, second or third person that others think of to move into the executive level. Same thing for being respected. Now, many people talk about being liked. I personally believe that when you are trying to get to the senior level of an organization or the executive level of an organization, being liked is not a necessity. And I know we can all think of people that we work with, senior leaders, senior professionals that we work with, who they're not liked. They may be getting their stuff done, right? They are known for their contributions to the organization. They are known to be dependable. They are known to be able to deliver. And thus people respect their craft, respect them and respect what they can do for the organization. And even most in most cases, how they do it. 
But liking them is a different story, right? There are many people who we don't actually like that we work with every day, but we respect what they know and how they show up and how they could give of themselves to the organization. But whether or not we would want to go out with them on the weekend or the evening for a drink or a coffee or brunch or whatever, that that's not it. We don't like them. We don't want to spend time with them and hang out with them, but we respect what they can do. So for me, when I think about a senior level leader, I am talking about respect over like. It would be even better if you're both respected and liked, but when it comes truly down to it, people need to respect you because if they don't respect you, they won't follow you and they won't let you influence big decisions. So respect is the second category. And then the third is trust. So we all, again, know people that we work with who We wouldn't trust them (laughs) if someone paid us to, right? We've seen them do things that we would deem unethical, or we have heard stories of them doing things that are not quite above board. And we don't want to be that person. And we don't want to work with those types of people. And so being trusted within your organization is extremely important because who is going to pour in any resources into someone that they don't trust? Why would we do that? We would not do that as leaders and we wouldn't expect our organization to do that for us, right? So the no respect and trust is the trio to getting into the executive suite. If you feel like you are either being proactively blocked or if you feel like you are not being seen and heard, so maybe you're not being blocked from the executive suite, but everything that you are doing is not making any traction or giving you any headway to get to your executive level or senior level position, then I want you to step back and think about whether or not there is room for improvement for you to either be better known, be more respected, or be more deeply trusted. And for some of us, it's not just gonna be one of those three, but it might be two or all three of the three. And we have to be honest with ourselves here because until we can, as leaders ourselves, look at our situation objectively and analyze it objectively, then we will not be able to move the needle. So you as a leader, one of the very first things I talk to my clients about is, all right, we need to identify what specifically you want to accomplish. And once we know what you want to accomplish, then we need to analyze the situation to understand why you have not been able to accomplish that yet. And this part of what we're talking about today, being known, respected, and trusted, that is part of the analyzing the current situation to determine where the holes are, because we need to determine where the holes are in a very honest way before we can actually start trying to plug the holes, before we can actually start trying to shift our mindsets to become executive leaders before we can actually start shifting our behaviors and influencing the decision makers around us to be able to land our specific executive and senior leadership role that we want. 
Now, I will say that this applies whether you are trying to get to the senior level within your organization or whether or not you are going or trying to get to the senior level within another organization, meaning you plan to leave your current company and move to another one. Either way, the no respect and trust is the trio that you need. Okay, so with that said, let's specifically dive deep into the no factor, right? Which is really about visibility. It's all about being seen and acknowledged for your contributions and your potential. But as an introvert, like I said, you might prefer to be in the background and focus on your work rather than spotlighting your achievements. And if this is you, how do you know if visibility is your barrier, right? What are some of the clues that you should be thinking about or looking looking at? I wanna talk about three specific clues that you can look at or think about, and I want you to consider to determine whether or not visibility is a area that you need to hone. So the first clue is if your work often goes unnoticed. Or maybe when your team is, you know, they're celebrating their successes, your name isn't mentioned. That is a clue that you are not as visible as you need to be to be considered for senior level roles. The second clue is you're not in the room when strategic decisions are made. So if you are often hearing about big meetings that are happening and you're hearing about them after they've happened, then that is a red flag for you that you need to be more visible or that you're not as visible as you need to be within the organization. A third visibility clue is if you get feedback on your performance, but it's always very vague. So the feedback that you get is focusing on your need for more presence, for example, need to work on your executive presence or engagement, but it's not feedback about your specific contributions, the specific things that you are doing to and for the organization. Those are the three clues. Your work often goes unnoticed. You're not in the room when strategic decisions are being made. And your feedback on your performance is extremely vague. It's vague meaning that you get the feedback and you still leave the room unclear about what specific actions you can take to improve that feedback. Okay, if these sound familiar, then visibility might be the key area for you to work on. But remember, being visible doesn't mean changing who you are. It's not meaning that you need to act in an extroverted, extra, extroverted way when that is not your stilo. It's about strategically sharing your work and ideas in a way that resonate with your introverted nature. All right, let's move on to the second of the trio, which is respect. Is your leadership brand valued? That's the question to ask yourself when you're considering and thinking about whether you are respected enough within your company. This isn't about being liked. It's about being seen as a leader. So respect is tied closely to your personal leadership brand. 
In other words, how can you tell if you're not being respected as a leadership figure? Let me give you three signs for this as well so that you can kind of do your own evaluation. The first thing you need to be asking yourself is whether or not your feedback that you're getting focuses more on your execution than your strategic thinking or your leadership potential. So if the feedback that you get from your boss or colleagues is talking about the steps that you took to, you know, do X or Y, and it's not necessarily focusing on the way that you, um, you know, uh, strategically thought through a problem or an issue, or it's not about Uh, No one's talking about seeing you as someone who could move up within the organization or lead a bigger project or more client facing initiative. If that's not what's being talked about and your feedback really primarily is talking about the tactics that you do on a day to day basis, then that might be a hint that you and your leadership is not respected. The second clue is that you're often overlooked for consultations in areas where you have expertise. Now I hear about this one a lot and it's often a point of very, very strong frustration from my clients where they are in their organization, either the subject matter expert or they are one of a few subject matter experts. Yet despite that, No one is talking to them or pulling them into conversations and asking their opinion about the very same issue for which they are the subject matter expert. That is a very clear indication of not being respected for in your org, in your company, for your leadership prowess. A third item that you can be thinking about is influencing decisions. So when you feel like you are fighting an uphill battle in terms of influencing decisions, so remember, you are not the decision maker here, but you have the wherewithal to influence a final decision, but you feel like you're constantly fighting to have your voice heard, to even be considered as part of the decision-making, even when you have the specific knowledge that they need to make the best decisions, if you are constantly fighting an uphill battle here, then you can rest assured that you likely are not respected or your leadership is likely not respected in this area. If any of these three ring true for you, then it's time to think about how you're presenting your leadership brand. Because being respected starts with how you see yourself and how you see your value. And if that's not coming off and you are not demanding the respect in return from your colleagues and your boss and your company, then you'll never be in that position to be able to be considered for a senior leader or an executive level role. Okay, finally, let's talk about trust. Now, trust for me is the absolute foundation of leadership, especially at the senior leader and executive level role. Without it, you can't get to the top. And if you try to get to the top without 
having trust as a foundation and relationships that are built on trust, then you're going to be seriously hindered. And if by some chance you actually get to the top, you won't be able to tell who are your allies versus who are your foes. And people will be lining up to undermine you. And there's no way you can be successful in that regard, right? So trust is really, really critical. Three ways or three clues that you can look for to determine whether or not you might be facing a trust barrier is number one, critical projects or responsibilities are not given to you. They're not entrusted to you. And if that's the case and other people are being given the opportunity to lead critical projects that you yourself are just as equally qualified or more qualified to lead, then that suggests that there's a lack of confidence, a lack of trust in your capabilities. Another one is that your work or decisions are frequently second guessed by your superiors, indicating that they don't fully trust your judgment. Again, these two are actually really common. So I hear from my colleagues, my, my, I hear from my colleagues and I hear from my clients all the time about them being passed over, not only for promotion, but for projects where they thought that they were the most qualified to lead. And in some cases had been told that they would have the opportunity to take the lead on these big initiatives for the company. And yet, when it comes down for those t- comes time for the decision to be made, the opportunity is given to somebody else. If that has happened to you, or if you're in a situation now where you would think that that is about to happen to you, that is an indication of the people around you, the decision makers, not fully trusting you. The third thing that you can look for when it comes to trust is Suggestions for strategic change that you make are met with skepticism and you find yourself having to qualify or over justify your ideas. Now, this is another one that I hear about and see way too often where as an introverted female leader, you are finding yourself constantly having to over explain what you are thinking about and why you are doing certain things and why you're making recommendations. So much so that you find yourself having to lean on your credentials, your your degree, your experience. Like if you find yourself having to remind those around you about your background and your qualifications, even after you have the job and you've been in the company for several years, that is a sign for you that, that there is a lack of trust in your judgment. Trust is earned through consistency, reliability, and results. If you are a person who is constantly delivering, consistently delivering, right, and, and showing up, you have what you got, what we would call the receipts. You are showing your receipts for all of your experience and your knowledge, if that is happening on a regular basis, trust should not be an issue or a concern. So if you are delivering consistently and people are still questioning you in terms of your judgment, your knowledge, your expertise, 
that means trust is not there. And then that also means that the right people who need to know about all of your receipts don't know, which takes us back to the no of the no respected and trust trio. But staying in trust for a second, if trust is your main challenge, then it's crucial to focus on building solid relationships and demonstrating your your reliability and your strategic thinking to people outside of your immediate team. Okay, so we covered a lot today. And I think it's really, really important. The reason why I wanted to go deep on this topic is because, again, every time I have the opportunity to speak with you and speak with other women, introverted women, about the challenges that they are facing, once they explain to me specifically what they're experiencing on a day-to-day basis with their boss, with their colleagues, with other senior leaders around the organization, I can boil it down to you are either not known, you are either not respected, or you are not trusted, or some combination of the three. And what I would like you to do as you kind of take a step back and hear hear this, I would encourage you to kind of listen to the podcast episode again, and jot down the different clues that I talked about for each of the three in the trio. And I want you to put your emotions aside for a second because emotions are very valid and they serve us very well. But when it comes to analyzing our own situations, particularly when it comes to our careers, our emotions can sometimes judge, uh, excuse me, cloud our judgment. In the On Her Rise program, one of the very first things we do is we get clear on what you're trying to accomplish, right? And what we're trying to get to the executive level. We work on your career vision and strategy. And then the very next thing we do is actually analyze your current state. So what we've talked about today is what we also do within On Horizon. And the reason why so many of my clients find it so helpful is because after years of being in the company or being trying to get to the executive level, their judgment is clouded. It's very easy for them to be able to look at someone else's situation and depict it, but so much harder and challenging for them to look at their own and do it. And I would assume that that is true for you. It's been true for me in the past as well. And that's where a coach or a community of colleagues who are not emotionally invested, who want you to be successful, but are not so connected to what you do on a day-to-day basis, that they are not able to help you see clearly what's happening and what the consequences are. That's where, you know, a community and a program like On Horizon can add so much value to what you are trying to accomplish and what you and help you get to your executive level career goals. But if you are going to try to do this on your own, then I would truly take a step back, write down all the different clues and go through each one, frankly, and see if any of them apply to your current situation. And when you are able to determine whether or not they apply and find that some of them do, then that's where you know where to lean in. That's how you know what areas need more attention from you 
in order to be able to make your move. Okay, that's all we got today, right? So as we wrap up, again, I really do want you to reflect on these clues. Do you see yourself in any of them? And identifying whether or not you need to enhance your visibility, command more respect, or build trust. This can be the first step toward that executive role that you're aiming for. Now, remember, each of these pillars, visibility, respect, and trust, is critical on your path to the executive level or the senior level within your organization. And as an introverted woman, you have the unique strengths you can leverage in each area. So I encourage you to share which pillar you're focusing on and any insights you've gained from today's episode. Let's continue this conversation and support each other in our leadership journeys. Go and lead your introverted way.